Welcome back to Boozy Bracketology, where we're the home of strong drinks, strong opinions, and crowning champions. My name is Jeff, and I'm going to be your host again as we dive right back into this month's bracket, The Best Holiday Song. Back with us tonight is our lovely round table of holiday elves helping to make us helping to make these tough decisions for us. Let's just take a quick second to go around and find out how they're doing and what's in their glass. Back with us up first is Nikki. Nikki, how are you doing? Hello. What's in your glass? I'm doing good. Um, I'm just actually sitting here. I'm in uh, some Christmas pajamas, actually. We had to wear them for a pajama party today um, for a Christmas party thing. And I completely forgot I had them on. And I went to the grocery store right after this meeting. And I was like, why are people staring at me? I had, I did. It took me forever, to forever to realize I was like, I'm in pajamas. And then I went to someone's house to drop off these groceries. And like, he was kind of looking at me strange. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. And then later I was like, oh, yeah, it's because I'm literally sitting here wearing Christmas pajamas. But it's okay. It's it's, it's tis the season. Um, but I am going to go to the hard seltzer route as well. I'm doing a truly because it's truly wonderful. But I'm doing the watermelon and kiwi. I don't even know if we mentioned this one in our last episode, but watermelon kiwi is a very exotic flavor. That it is. I don't know that I've even heard of that one. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry. I'm going to do the. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, I never got to do this. Oh, that was good. <laughs> yeah. It's a different feeling. It really, it really elevates everything. Um, <laughs> uh, on that note, I'm actually also sticking with the, uh, the seltzer here. And uh, I've got a Vista Bay hard seltzer that is a black cherry. Uh, so let's see. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Okay, that is a totally different experience than truly. Yeah, it's it's uh it's the oldies brand. I could have told you that one was probably not the best one. <laughs> I think someone brought this to our house and left it here. And it might have <laughs> been surprising. an entire pack because there was a whole bunch of them out there and I have no idea where they came from. I love me some oldies, but yeah, that is the Bay Vistas are not good. <laughs> it tastes like um cough syrup. Yeah, I was gonna say medicine. Yep. That's that's right on the head there. Uh, all right. Well, this will be a fun one. Uh, up next is Mike. Uh, what better item do you have than this? Well, first of all, uh, Nikki, Nikki left out that the Christmas pajamas she's wearing are actually mine. Oh, yeah, that's even better. Because oh. <laughs> she didn't have any. She goes, I need Christmas pajamas. I said, here, these, these should fit. They're a little big on me, so they'll be even bigger on you, but whatever. Oh, man. Oh, no. We're, we're, we're living the dream here in the mod household. I have a fantastic beer here for you. I picked this up, uh, you know, I was looking for some Christmas-themed beers that I could bring on to the show for this month's episode, and I found this one, and it just seemed too perfect, especially here in Huntsville, Alabama. This is the Redneck Christmas Stout. Oh. This is from Jekyll Brewing out of Alpharetta, Georgia. And quite frankly, this is a Christmas Stout. It is, it's coffee, chocolate, and peppermint. It, oh, wow. It's wonderful. It's really, really good. And I've, I just picked it up because it's got this basically drunk-looking reindeer with Christmas lights all over their antlers on the cover. But it, this is really, really good, and it just screams Christmas to me, especially on cold nights like this one. Oh, that's amazing. Very good. Well, we are moving on. Uh, we've got Joel back with us. Joel, how are you doing? And what's in your glass? I'm doing a lot better. You see, uh, the last time we had gotten together, I had 
decided, well, I found a little bottle of uh, Sauvignon Blanc by Josh uh, in the back of the fridge that was left over from Thanksgiving three weeks ago. And uh, boys and girls, do not drink wine that has been opened three weeks ago uh, (laughs) because that quickly turns into vinegar. Uh, and that is disgusting. So, uh, I am reverting back to my old standard, my favorite, uh, peanut butter flavored whiskey screwball. Mm. Nice. I could use some more of that. I haven't had that in a long time. I'm actually, I think I haven't had that since you were back over here at the house. Oh, wow. That has been a while. That long. I'll have to bring over a bottle. That is stuff is great. Dangerous, but great. Very good. Uh, Up next, we've got Leah rounding us out today. Leah, how are you doing and what's in your glass? I'm doing great. Um, It's getting kind of late, so I'm going to finish off a nice cold Diet Coke. And uh, I'm texting my husband to see if he can make me some frosted cherry Pop-Tarts to bring out to me because I'm very hungry. Um, Mm. I'm hoping he can get away from the video games and I can have a nice uh, frosted cherry uh, snack for this recording tonight. Very nice. Not not getting away from the baby, but the video games. Very good. Great guy over there. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully the baby's asleep. Hopefully. Oh, must be a rough life. Well, very good. We are diving right in to our round of 32. And we're going to get started with our number one seed of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas versus our eight seed of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Both of these swept in the last round. Let's see how they'll do here. Up first, Nikki. This is like the worst. This is really the worst. <sighs> Have yourself a merry little Christmas and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Now, I get it. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is not necessarily this wonderful song, but it's Rudolph. Like, it's it's every, like, childhood fun memory. I love Rudolph. I love the creepy movie. Like, I love <laughs> all of it. Ah. Uh, and have yourself a little merry have yourself a merry little christmas there's a reason it is a number 1 seed it is a beautiful song i mean i'm partial to a lot of versions i really do like the judy garland version i still think the best um but i love this song uh all right i'm going to go with have yourself a merry little christmas i'm sorry rudolph all right. I'm very sorry. I feel like the abominable snowman right now. <laughs> Rudolph being scorned again with the vote going to have yourself a merry little Christmas. Up next is me. And while we're at it, I uh I actually think that I agree. Rudolph does inspire a lot of Christmas feelings. But if we're going to go with the the slow kind of Christmas crooning um, I think there's none better than Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. So I'm going to throw another vote behind that one, and we are going to move on to Mike. For one eight, for one versus eight matchup, this one is surprisingly tough. Uh, you know, it's been said, these songs both evoke feelings of Christmas, but they evoke two distinctly different feelings of Christmas, uh, On arguably even three, depending on which version of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas you're listening to uh, in terms of the lyrical content. Uh, with You know, with Rudolph... It's a fun little story. It's got a lot of childish whimsy. It, it takes you back to your childhood in a way. Our daughter loves it. It's great. I think, though, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas for me just has a little bit more universal appeal. And it's got the two different versions that I love for different reasons. It's got the original 
more downer version, the one that Judy Garland says until next year, we'll have to muddle through somehow. It's, you know, it conjures up that thing where you're supposed to be feeling the, you know, the joy of the holidays, but you're just, you're just not there. It's it happens sometimes. And meanwhile, you have the version that Frank Sinatra basically demanded from the original lyricist because he was recording a Christmas album and he didn't want people to feel down. He wanted it to, he wanted to make the lyrics happy. And so then, then you get, you know, hang a shining star upon the highest bough comes out of nowhere, but it, it still, it, the contrast between the happier lyrics in that version and the melancholy melody, it's, it's just beautiful. I, I hate to send Rudolph home so early because it really does seem like a quintessential Christmas song, but this is have yourself a merry little Christmas for me too. And have yourself a merry little Christmas picks up a third vote. Joel. Okay. Just last episode, you all were bitching about how sad these Christmas songs are and how you can't stand. Oh, it's so sad and all this kind of stuff. We'll have to muddle through somehow. Come on. That is one of the saddest lines in a Christmas song. On the other hand, you've got Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Reindeer had a very shiny nose. I dare you not to yell like a light bulb. Like a light bulb. You've got to do that, right? That's that's what it's all about. It's an audience participation thing. This is like the we will rock you of Christmas, right? Where the audience gets involved. Plus, I got to admit, I kind of like the story of it. It's a bully revenge kind of thing. You know, they're picking on little Rudolph and and he ends up sticking it to them and showing them, ha, look, now I'm the boss. You all got to listen to me. It's kind of like the same reason why we send out Christmas cards every year, you know, to show off to everybody how much better we are than them. So <laughs> I'm going for Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, even though it doesn't matter. All right. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is picking up a vote. And let's hear from Leah. So I've been carrying around a lot of holiday guilt from one of our previous brackets when I actually voted out Run Run Rudolph. I'll admit it, it is the superior reindeer song and I wish I wish I could turn back time. Um, but I can't because um, this is all about the matchups. That's how, how this game goes. Um, and just because I feel like Rudolph deserves a spot in this, that doesn't mean that I can vote for Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer over Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. I just freaking love that song. The message, the tone, has all the holiday feels. There's no way that Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas loses here to the little deer. So it's going to get my vote. And moving on, it will be Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas wins 4-1. to one. Our next matchup is the 12 seed of This Christmas versus the 4 seed of Happy Xmas War is Over. Up first is me. And here's what I'm going to vote with. Uh, this Christmas gets a vote. <laughs> uh, up next is Mike. <laughs> you, you knew that was coming based on how Jen voted the last time, I think. I, or, you know, I, I certainly did anyway. Uh yeah. Um, so first of all, my attempt to set up a Beatles matchup in this round clearly backfired. Um, but honestly, I, I get I get why a little more now. This Christmas has always really been a background song for me. Like I hear it, but I didn't really grow up listening to it. And I never paid that much attention to it. I didn't even know there was a Temptations version of the song until Jen mentioned it last week. But this week I said, OK, let's give it a listen. Um you know, I so I checked out the Temptations version. 
Uh, I gave the better known Donny Hathaway original version to listen. I found out there's a Chris Brown version of this song, but we're just not going to talk about that. But, (laughs) (laughs) but honestly, it's a really great song and I had never, and I didn't give it its due before. It's got that great Motown feel. It's aw- It's an awesome groove. It's a fun song. So this is not as easy of a choice as I made it sound in the first round, but happy Christmas war is over. Still has my heart. It's just more meaningful to me. It, it captures this universal versal sense of the season. It has that combination of hope and, and honestly kind of resignation that I, I love. It's you'll, you'll hear that theme kind of running through a lot of my picks is this sort of push pull of the holiday season uh, and capturing that in music is, is great. And sonically it's right up my alley. Um, I will say, I understand a little bit what Joel said last time, but about Yoko's vocals, but I actually even, kind of like Yoko's vocals on this song. That's how much I love Happy Christmas War is Over, so it's getting my vote. All right, Happy Christmas War is Over is getting a vote. Joel? Uh, For you to like Yoko's vocals, I need to drink whatever you're drinking. Uh, I gotta tell you that right now. No, you know, this Christmas to me is is still my favorite. Um, As huge of a Beatles fan as I am, this is kind of another one of those up there with... uh, the Band-Aid song, you know, do they know it's Christmas at all? And just kind of just, I don't know, it, it, it. I get the political statement that it was trying to make about war and all this kind of stuff. And, and it's, at least this puts a positive spin on it, kind of like Imagine would, you know, or something like that, like John, you would expect from John. But this Christmas just has such a great groove that that's, that's on repeat. Uh, on my playlist. I'm going to go for that over Happy Xmas Wars over for me. And this Christmas picks up a second vote. Leah? All right. So both of these songs are gratifying in their own way. Um, This Christmas is certainly peppier. That's for sure. Um, The Happy Christmas Wars over is also super important. It kind of reminds me of last year's Christmas movie bracket when we discussed... um, Joy Noel, or however you say it in the French. Um, in the movie, when all the soldiers agree to a ceasefire in the middle of the, the war so they can uh, celebrate a moment of Christmas, um, it's kind of how I feel about Happy Christmas War is Over. It's kind of the same vibe to me. So I think I've got to go with the more meaningful song um, to me, which is Happy Christmas War is Over. Um yeah, I just think that I, I just I, I I feel more connection to that song than I do to this Christmas. All right, Happy Xmas War is over is picking up its second vote, meaning we've got our first decision-making round of the second round. I don't know what any words I just said were. Uh, Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> meaning we've got our first opportunity for a buzzer beater if anyone would like mm-hmm. to use it now is your chance <laughs> doesn't sound like it so nikki this one's on you yeah i mean everybody's had good points about this one i don't i don't have a lot more to say over these two songs i mean i think it is i mean this christmas i think is a really fun song um Again, it is a matter of I haven't heard it as much, but, um, you know, the lyrics are really actually very good. And 
if I'm being perfectly honest, I probably would have liked the Beatles matchup. And, you know, I'm kind of partial to Paul, to be honest. So <laughs> I might have gone with the Paul song. Um, but I, I think overall, I just I love the the chorus of the children in this Xmas, the war is over. I just love that chorus of the kids. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to choose happy Xmas war is over. I just, I imagine the, war is over. I just love that the, the kids singing that. So for me, that has my vote. All right. The quids, the kids choir has picked up a vote for happy Xmas war is over and it will be moving on to the next round. Our next matchup is the 11 seed of Mele Kalikimaka versus the 14 seed of the Hanukkah song. Both of these were upsets in the last round. Let's see how they move on from here. Up first is Mike. Well, look, it was pretty clear I was heartbroken to lose Run Run Rudolph to the Hanukkah song last round. But that, I want to be clear, if I wasn't enough last time, that was more due to my love of Run Run Rudolph than anything with, to do with the Hanukkah song, because the Hanukkah song is great, too. And honestly, Adam Sandler says it best, you know, when he's given the introduction to the original song, when he says, you know, hey, there's not a lot of songs out there for the Jewish kids to listen to and hang their hats on this time of year. You know, we we Gentiles, we learn dreidel, dreidel, but it's a lark. Yeah, you know, like the Hanukkah song fills that void, I think, in a very necessary way. And it's a song that even though it's obviously, you know, for, you know, uh, the Jewish uh faith and for Hanukkah and everything like that. It's a song that everybody can enjoy, I think, because I love it too. You know, I, I know, I don't know many people that don't find the Hanukkah song entertaining. It's just fun. And it's, it's also, it's just got that, it's got that sense of humor about it. That's just fantastic. I, uh, I really do like Meli Kaliki Maka. And I, especially as I mentioned last time, uh, certain, memories of uh, movies I saw in my adolescence that it conjures up in my brain. But honestly, I think I got to go for the Hanukkah song here. All right, we get started with the Hanukkah song, picking up a vote. Joel? So I think it was mentioned last time, uh, the question of the origins of the uh, Melekalikimaka, and if that was a just a cheap uh, appropriation of Hawaiian culture to sell some records or what kind of deal. So that got me interested in it and I had to kind of look it up. Uh, its original composer was a guy named uh, Alex Anderson, uh, who was born in Hawaii in 1894 and uh, is actually in the Hawaiian Music Hall of Fame. He wrote several hit songs uh, about the Hawaiian culture and in Hawaii, lived in Hawaii. Uh, for the majority of his life and stuff, uh, and wrote uh, Melikalikimaka in 1949 uh, when Bing Crosby got a hold of it and got the, uh, the uh, what's her name, uh, the sisters to, uh, the ones that did Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy, I can't remember the name now, um, to uh, sing the backup vocals to that. Uh, but that's, that's what uh, kind of made it a hit and and ever since then, a uh, uh, little, little self-brag here, uh, I had the pleasure of going to Hawaii last year, um, or, or earlier this year, uh, and just love and appreciate the Hawaiian culture. 
Uh, I even got myself a little ukulele so I could play it along myself this Christmas. Hmm. So I got to go with Melikalikimaka as well. All right. Melikalikimaka picks up its first vote. Leah? Okay, so I actually really want to vote for the Hanukkah song. Um, my issue is that it doesn't really educate us wasps on a lot of the Jewish holiday custom. <laughs> um, it spends 90% of the song just listening out celebrities who may or may not be Jewish, which I do find very entertaining. Um, but if I'm thinking about a holiday song, Mela Kalikimaka has more holiday-filled lyrics. But it is the same lyrics over and over and over again. So, I don't know. My ears want to vote for the Hanukkah song. But my heart says to go with Mela Kalikimaka. Oh, I really don't know. Um, it's one-to-one right now. Um, I think I will go with Mela Kalikimaka. Just because it's more holiday-ish. And Melikalikimaka picks up a second vote. Nikki? Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't vote for the Hanukkah song in the first round. I just I don't love that song. Um, you know, I feel bad that what was the other uh, Hanukkah song that we had on here that was probably much better than this one, <laughs> um, yeah, that, we, one that we already got rid of. Um, and I, I mean, I just, I do. I love Melly Kalikimaka. So I'm just going to go with what I like. I like it better. I want to listen to it. I don't really care to listen to the Hanukkah song. So I'm going to listen to Melly Kalikimaka all day long. So that's my vote. Yep. Melly Kalikimaka picks up its third vote. And I still get a vote that I'm going to use to go on a diatribe about how we already had a much superior Hanukkah song that taught us all about Hanukkah and all the different candles that we would light. So I'm just going to go ahead and give this one a sympathy vote as well, because all of the Hanukkah songs need them. So the Hanukkah song is going to pick hmm. up second vote, but it will not be enough. May the Kalikimaka will be moving on to the next round. Our next matchup is the seven seed of Let It Snow versus the two seed of Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. Up first is Joel. How can you not love rocking around the Christmas tree? I mean, come on. Those shredding guitar licks that are in there, the the dance that's going on in your head. I mean, you know, you got to kind of just just jive around like uh like Kevin McAllister does. Uh you know, when he's trying to fool uh fool the bad guys by having the Christmas party. Uh it, that's just to me the the way more fun song for me uh let it snow i already told you that i hate snow snow doesn't love me either it's disgusting rocking around the christmas tree's got my vote and we get started with rocking around the christmas tree picking up a first vote leah let it snow not a holiday song walking around the christmas tree definitely a holiday song um it's time to start making some tough choices in this bracket we really got to start getting rid of some of these uh, holiday songs in quotations that are really just about the weather um so yeah i'm definitely giving my vote to rocking around the christmas tree and rocking around the christmas tree picks up a second vote nikki yeah I, i'm 
is pretty much what I was going to say. I feel like Let It Snow. I mean, I think it's a fun song. It, it, it's I will sing along to it. I love it. But it has nothing in the song that says anything about holiday or Christmas. Again, this could be... I mean, I used to live in Boston. This could be in March that they're singing the song. Like, I mean, it doesn't matter because it's always snowing there. <laughs> um, where I feel like Rocking Around the Christmas Tree, it, it clearly has Rocking Around the Christmas Tree in the song. So it is a holiday song. So I, I fully agree with Leah there. Um, I'm going to go with Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. I think it's the better holiday song. All right. Rocking Around the Christmas Tree picks up another vote. Up next is me, and I'm going to go with, what am I going to go with? <laughs> I am going to go with Les Tits Now. I'm a big fan of participation. I love popcorn. Fires are cool. I like kissing goodnight. Let it snow, baby. Up next is Mike. <laughs> Both of these songs bring with them immediate film associations for me. Uh, Let It Snow, of course, uh, the end of Die Hard. And also just by, as Jeff just mentioned, also not a film, but the Celebrity Jeopardy episode with uh, Sean Connery as well. Uh, and obviously, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree has also been mentioned. Uh, Home Alone with Kevin McAllister making all the puppets dance and everything like that to scare away the criminals. They're both great songs. Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree is the much better song, uh, in my opinion. Uh, it does. It. I meant. I kind of joked somewhat cheekily last time about how Jingle Bell Rock doesn't rock. Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree rocks. It's a fun song. Brenda Lee was like 13 when she sang that song. You want to talk about powerhouse vocals? Man, I love Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. It definitely gets my vote here. I'm glad it's moving on. And that it will with a 4-1 to blowout. Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree will be moving on. Our next matchup is the number one seed of White Christmas versus the number nine seed of Jingle Bells. With the first decision, we're on to Leah. It's a funny story. Um, at Paige's Christmas show last week, a group of the kids performed Jingle Bells. Most got really into it. They were all given little little bells in their hands um, that they got to, to ring during the song. Um, but there was this one little girl front and center who refused to ring her bell or sing along. She just glared straight ahead of her for a good seven minutes doing her best. Michaela is not impressed there. Uh, it was <laughs> hilarious. Uh, that girl's going to run the world one day. <laughs> um, because you know what? Every other kid there, all 30 of them, loved Jingle Bells. They loved performing to it. It was really fun for them. But most adults, I think, probably find Jingle Bells a little annoying, just like that little girl did. Uh, White Christmas is just beautifully done every single time you hear it because you don't dare try to sing that song if you can't pull it off because uh, there's a reverence to that song, which I think is going to be what hopefully carries it to the next round. Um, so White Christmas is going to get my vote. And White Christmas gets it started with the first vote. Nikki. <clears throat> I don't like this matchup either. I'm just going to say it. No, I mean, here's the thing. I feel like you have a song singing about nostalgia, and then you have a song that, to me, is just nostalgic. Because as a kid, I loved Jingle Bells. That was like the ultimate Christmas song was Jingle Bells. We sang it. I mean, I, and like, again, our, our three-year-old, she sings it all the time. It's, it, it's sort of this great like kid song. 
And then on the other hand, White Christmas, it's all about like remembering those Christmases, remembering those memories. So do I go with the actual memory or do I go with the song that's singing about the memory? (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, I mean, I guess, I mean, in the end, it comes down to what do I want to listen to? And of course, I would much rather listen to White Christmas. It's a much prettier song than Jingle Bells. But I, I just feel like it's sad because I feel like Jingle Bells is such a representation of Christmas. It's it's a sad song to see go this early, I feel like. I feel like maybe <clears throat> it was not a great seating. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to go with White Christmas, but I, I'm very sorry, Jingle Bells, because I feel like you still deserve to be there. Like this was this was a tight game. So you 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 showed up, Jingle Bells. And White Christmas picks up the second vote. And it is on to me. Where I'm gonna kind of uh, I'm gonna kind of say the same things. Um, what we're looking for is the best holiday song, and while both of these could easily be there, and Jingle Bells holds a lot of nostalgia, it is oftentimes a much more children-focused song, and I think for many adults, we would much rather listen to and relate to White Christmas. And uh, so I'm going to put my vote right behind it. White Christmas will get the third vote. But we need to hear from Mike and Joel still. Mike? Well, first of all, I think I need to issue an apology on behalf of all of us here at Boozy Bracketology for something that happened in the previous round. Uh, Unless I was missing it in the first round matchup between White Christmas and Christmas in Harlem, not a single one of us said, all right, Christmas in Harlem, I'm going to let you finish. But White Christmas is one of the best holiday songs of all time. (laughs) Of all time. This is, of course, a contractual obligation anytime Kanye West is discussed. We are sorry for the omission. Anyway, I, I do want to correct something else that I said last time. I said there's not a particularly prominent version of Jingle Bells that you hear all the time when you put on one of those holiday playlists. But then... Between the time we recorded that episode and now, I caught myself a lot of times walking around going, I love those J-I-N-G-L-E bells. And I realized, oh yeah, the Sinatra version with the men's choir. That's very clearly a version of Jingle Bells that you hear a lot. It is sad to see Jingle Bells go this early. It is a song that evokes a lot of nostalgia. It's a song that every kid knows, but it is ultimately more of a child-oriented song. We're all adults here. White Christmas just evokes those feelings that I think we all, you know, understand at this time of year. We we expect to hear White Christmas. It's not the holiday season until you hear White Christmas. Uh, so it gets my vote here as well. And White Christmas picks up the fourth vote. Joel, will this be a sweep? Let me tell you about Jingle Bells. It is so freaking annoying <laughs> that they had to make alternate words for it. They had to come up with some crap about how Batman smells and Robin laid an egg and all this stuff. That's that's how kind of cheesy the original song was. Look, White Christmas is a Christmas classic. It, it Bing Crosby's sultry, smooth voice just wraps you like a warm hug, even though it may beat you with a sack of Vidalia oranges later on. Uh, it's, it's <laughs> clearly the best song of the two it's going on. It's sweeping it. 
And White Christmas will sweep its way to the next round. Our next matchup is the five seed of A Holly Jolly Christmas versus the four seed of Christmas Time is Here. Up first is Nikki. <laughs> like, don't do that to me. I'm That's sorry. Just, that was me, Mike. I, that I, was me. No, I mean, it was just how you, how you were presenting the microphone to me. Like, here you go. Sorry, you have to deal with this. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, because this is this is this is tough. I mean, tough for different reasons. I mean, you know, Holly Jolly Christmas. I think it's so fun. I mean, I mean, you sing it all the time. Um, I think it's a great song. Um, and then Christmas time is here. I mean, like who doesn't have like ultimate vision of just the peanuts just singing a Christmas time is here and you just, you just see it. It doesn't matter. It's in your head. Um, I mean, I don't, as much as I love Holly Jelly Christmas, I don't think these two really stand a candle against each other. I mean, Christmas time is here for me is clearly the better choice. Um, I feel like Holly Jolly Christmas is fun and you sing along with it, but it doesn't necessarily have a ton of substance where I just feel like Christmas time is here. Like the minute you, you, you hear it, it just brings you back to the Charlie Brown Christmas special. It doesn't matter where you're at. You're just going to envision them singing that song. You're going to, you're going to have the vision of the whole pageant. So I have to go with Christmas time is here. Um, that's my choice, but I do love Holly Jolly Christmas. All right, Nikki gets us started with Christmas Time is Here, picking up the first vote. I am up next, and I am going to join her in the Christmas Time is Here praises. Uh, I I think it's hard to imagine at this point in history and or my life without the Charlie Brown Peanuts uh, Christmas special, and that song being just such a uh, anchor for uh, so many moments in my history of life. So Christmas time is here. Is going to pick up a second vote. Up next is Mike. This matchup is my childhood, really, in in a lot of ways. Uh, I think I mentioned last time that my mother had this Burl Ives cassette tape of Christmas classics that was basically constantly on rotation in our car stereo. Because uh, we didn't have a working radio, we only had a, a, a working cassette player for a little while there. So yeah, cassettes, kids. That's 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 how old I am. Uh, um, so I, that that's definitely got a lot of nostalgia. And meanwhile, uh, Nikki said it great. Christmas time is here. Evokes you picture the kids skating around the the ice at the at the beginning and the whole that it just it has this this beautiful innocent quality about it. It evokes this idea of of childhood. And yet at the same time, the lyrics are very poignant, you know, just it's, I mean, they're, they're broad and yet they're so evocative. I think Holly Jolly Christmas for, for what it is. I love the song and, but it's, it's right there in the title. It's a Holly Jolly Christmas. You put on that song, you can't help, but kind of just feel happy. And there's a part of me that wants to vote for it just because there that is something that is is very needed a lot of times, especially during this time of year, which can be very stressful even amidst all the joy. Um, 
you know, when it is a joyous time of year, there's a lot of conflicting emotions this time of year, I understand too, but I think Holly Jolly Christmas going up against Christmas time is here is a rough draw for it. And Christmas time is here is just such a beautiful song and it definitely deserves to move on here. And Christmas time is here. It picks up a third vote. Joel. Holly Jolly Christmas is a song made for senior citizens. (laughs) Why you ask? (laughs) Because it says, have a Holly Jolly Christmas. He's yelling it to you. Because you're deaf. You can't hear anything. And what does he do? He knows his audience. So he says, oh, and in case you didn't hear, let me say that again for you all. Go ahead, turn up that hearing aid, Grandpa, so that you can hear me this time. Oh, by golly, have a holly jolly. No, come on. You know, Christmas time is here. Listen, this is the boozy bracketology. I'm going to assume that most of our audience enjoys the finer things in life, like a good drink, sitting by a fireside, sipping a nice warm whiskey or bourbon or cognac or whatever uh, uh, smooth liqueur of your choice is. And the only song that goes with that is not Holly Jolly Christmas. It's the Vince Giardi's Christmas Time is Here. By the way, if you haven't done so, Look up Vince uh, Giardi and his awesome mustache, because that right there wins the whole thing hands down. It's going to the last one for me. Christmas time is here. Picks up a fourth vote. Leah, will we sweep this one? Oh, by golly, we will definitely sweep this. Um, I agree with Joel. This was just not the era I was born in, because the... The energy level behind that song, I just, it doesn't do anything for me. Um, I'm voting for Christmas time is here. It's quiet, it's simple, but it's really enjoyable and very beautiful. And that it will sweep its way on to the next round. We've got two more matchups here. We've got the six seed of Last Christmas going up against the 14 seed of Christmas Rappin'. Up first is me. I'm up first. (laughs) Go me. And I'm going to vote for Last Christmas because that one I know well. (laughs) Up next is Mike. (laughs) Okay, that was it. Here's the thing, Wham. Can you tell me this? I just don't understand. Who gives away a human heart? Honestly, that's got to fetch some serious coin on the black market. And we all know this is an expensive time of year. Like, come on, you got You could probably recoup a little bit of your holiday costs, you know. And yeah, no, it's. I agree with Jeff, Chris. I like I like Christmas rapping. I enjoyed listening to it. I'd never heard it before. It popped up on a ton of lists. So I and I listened to it. I thought it was fun. I so I I threw it on here because I definitely wanted to give it a little love. It's one that I'll revisit from time to time because it is a really, really cool song. But Last Christmas is a staple to me. Uh, uh, I'm My buddy Jeff Woodhead, I think I mentioned the last round, uh, He well, and, and uh, regular listeners are familiar with because he's been a panelist on several other brackets. He, he was talking once about uh, he has a group of friends that have what they call the Wham! Challenge, and it's who can go the longest during the holiday season without hearing Last Christmas. 
that to me says it all about the ubiquity of this song. And I, it's, it's, it's another one of those. It's, it doesn't feel like the season until you hear last Christmas. So it gets my vote. Last Christmas picks up a second vote. Joel. Oh, this sucks. Cause I really don't want last Christmas to move on. But unfortunately <laughs> I got a feeling it is because of Christmas wrapping as it's pairing. Listen, uh, it, new rule. You can vote for last Christmas if you can name the other member of Wham that is not George Michael. If you can't do Andrew that, Ridgely, continue. Head, don't touch your phone. Don't you know? You, you can't cheat like that. Come on now. <laughs> that is such a sappy, sad, cheesy love song. Ah, I, I can't stand it. It's not very Christmassy to me. Uh, it, Christmas rapping gets my vote, uh, but I got a feeling it's going to be a worthless vote. Oh, there's no such thing as a worthless vote here at Boozy Bracketology. We'll find out. Leah? Well, I'm going to assume that somebody originally is the person who also <laughs> was in Wham! Because, uh, yeah, it's going to get my vote last Christmas. Has this one definitely for me. It's not really even a contest. Um, as much as last Christmas gets played, I feel like it has to make it to at least the next round. Yeah, it's a fair statement. Last Christmas, we'll be moving on to the next round, but we still need to hear from Nikki. Yeah, I mean, I don't have much more to say. I mean, my vote was going to go to last Christmas. It's, I'll talk about it more, I guess, in the next round because there's not much more to say, but yeah, last Christmas. All right, last Christmas picks up the fourth vote and it will soundedly be moving on to the next round. Our final matchup today is going to be the seven seed of You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, versus the two seed of Sleigh Ride. With our first vote is Mike. This one's a no-brainer for me. You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, really only evokes memory or thoughts of, of the holidays because we contextualize it within the context of the, how the Grinch stole Christmas. But if you just listen to the song, there's really no mention of it or anything like that. Sleigh Ride is one of my all-time favorites. It, it evokes so many ideas of Christmas's long past. I mentioned uh, a couple episodes ago of that context of that concept of uh, Anna Moya, which is nostalgia for something you never experienced. But Sleigh Ride's got that for me in spades. It even it even name drops like the Courier and Ives prints that are similar to that. Like when even when this song was written, it was they were already evoking these ideas, these ideals of, of these Christmases that maybe never really were, but in our hearts sort of feel like they were. And it's also just catchy and super fun to sing along to. And it's got a lot, bunch of great versions. So Sleigh Ride gets my vote. All right. Sleigh Ride picks up the first vote. Joel. You know, the your mean one, Mr. Grinch, the original one I love to death because of Thurl Ravenscroft and his voice. But all of the it's like I haven't found and it's covered so many times, but I haven't found one that I really like. My daughter's a big fan of the uh, Lindsey Sterling one uh, cover that she did of that song. But I just I just haven't found one that does it for me like the original one. However, Sleigh Ride, there are a lot of good versions out there. Um, one of my favorites is the one by the Ronettes, um, you know, and, and 
again, that's kind of one of those that a kind of evokes that Christmas spirit to me. So I've got to go sleigh ride as well. And sleigh ride picks up a second vote. Leah. I don't like either one of these two songs, and I think I voted against them both in the last round. Um, but the only thing that keeps repeating to me is horses, 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 horses. So it makes me laugh. So that, you know, thank you, Sleepless in Seattle. I'm going to go with Sleigh Ride. And Sleigh Ride picks up another vote. Nikki. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go, you know, with my opinion earlier. I mean, we're we're talking about holiday songs. And if you actually look at the lyrics to Sleigh Ride, there is nothing holiday in it. Is talking about a sleigh ride through the snow. Yeah, I guess a sleigh ride, you're probably thinking Christmas. But sleighs were not necessarily like a Christmas thing. I mean, during the winter months, a sleigh is just, you know, something that you rode. So I don't necessarily think this has to be anything to do with Christmas. It's another weather song. <laughs> um, I don't like the Grinch. Like, it's not my favorite thing. Like, it's not one of my favorite holiday stories. It's you know, it's not even my favorite song, but I feel like it is significantly a holiday season song so i'm gonna go with the grinch because i feel like the sleigh song is more of a weather song all right the grinch picks up a vote and i will finish us out with another rant about how in the world people can make decisions based on songs that are holiday or not and then continue to choose a a song that has absolutely no reference to a holiday only to snow and fairy lands and pictures and farmer gray's birthday party um but you know it's a christmas song uh, there's no Christmas in Sleigh Ride. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. We all know where it comes from. Whether or not there's Christmas in the lyrics, it's a great song. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Deserves a second vote, but it won't matter. Sleigh Ride is moving on. And we have finished our first matchups of the Sweet 16. Join us next time as we round out the final eights that are moving on to the Sweet 16 as we find out what is the best holiday song. And if you like what we're doing here and you want to help support what we're doing, please feel free to join us over at Patreon at patreon.com slash PTEBB. We've got our Patreon-only show, Boozy Revisited, that we go over all the bad and tough decisions we've made the month before on Boozy Bracketology, uh, as well as all sorts of other bonus content and trivia, uh, brackets, and all sorts of other things from Pub Trivia Experience, our sister podcast several different level of options and uh, we'd love to chat with you over there as always we're also on social media everywhere at boozy bracketology except on twitter where we're boozy brackets due to those awful character limitations but you can always join us in our facebook group the lounge fans of pub trivia experience and boozy bracketology we're always interacting with our uh, fans and friends over there and want to find out where we went wrong so feel free to join us over there and let us know But until we see you on the next show, I have been your host, Jeff. I'm Nikki. I'm Mike. I'm the other guy in Wham, Joel. Yeah. And I'm Leah. And we'll see you on the next show.